expectations. Welcome back to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where we talk about sex, love, and commitment. You're here with Tony DiLorenzo. And Elisa DiLorenzo. And in today's podcast, we're going to talk about sexpectations, those expectations you have about how frequently you're going to have sex while on vacation or when the kids are away. So happy to have you guys here with us today. And this is a, this came up because Elisa and I just got back from vacation. And what we talked about before we went on vacation with, when, when it pertains to sex and how much sex we are going to have and what actually happened when we were on vacation. Two different things, two completely different things. Uh, but you know, that's, that's what we talk about. We talk about those times when life doesn't quite match up to your dreams and desires. And so mm. we're excited to be back behind the mics. We had a fabulous vacation. It was a great time to relax and get rejuvenated, put a lot of energy um, into thinking about one. And, mm-hmm. and that was, we knew that that was going to happen. We, un, you know, unplugged, um, except for, for the, the most part, for the most part, you know, except for the bare minimums. But it was really a time that as we were in conversation and things like that, we started, you know, putting those big dreams together for what one is going to look like and, and the growth and the new programs and things that we're putting into place for all of you. And so we're excited to see what's going to roll out over the next six months. Um, but all that being said, Tony had some expectations mm-hmm. that were not met. And, you know, here's the thing. Sex is the thing that takes up the least amount of time and causes the most amount of trouble. That's a quote from John Barrymore. And I just want you to think about it. It really, you know, in our 24 hour days, the amount of time that we take to have sex really, you know, a small fraction. Well, think Uh, about even a quickie. If you're doing a quickie, I mean, we've asked this question before on Facebook and, and most people say a quickie is five to 10 minutes. Right. And if you really think about that in the course of a day, 24 hours, or even the course of a week, 168 hours, very small amount of time. But how much stress and tension and frustration and conversations all get wrapped up around sex? Mm-hmm. You know, here's, here's what's going on. And it's just um, something that we realized, you know, so often what plays out in our own lives is what we bring to all of you. And that's where we are today. Because I will tell you that prior to leaving for vacation, uh, we did have the conversation you know, how many times are we going to have sex? Because we use condoms as our form of birth control. And so there's always the, how many are we going to pack? Because I'm notorious for completely forgetting them. I, I, I always forget something on a vacation. This year it was the toothbrushes for Tony and his contact lenses, uh, his spare contact lenses, which of course he did need. But the condoms we had. We, yeah, I packed those. Yeah. I made sure. And here's why. Because we had this conversation and I looked at Elisa and I said, you know what? We're going to be away. I go, why don't we do a seven days of sex challenge while we're on vacation? It's a perfect time because we're relaxed. There's no work going on. There's nothing that we have to deal with. And she said, you know what? Bring them. We'll see what happens. Notice the non-committal. Right. There is no commitment. So for me, I was like, sweet. I'm packing seven of these. 
And you know what? If we get five out of seven, six out of seven, this is my own mind. I'm not saying this out loud. This is what I'm thinking in my own mind is that five, six out of seven, we're doing great. And where when we go on vacation, for the most part, we rent a house somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were in the desert of Arizona in Cave Creek. Uh, we actually met some listeners out there for the 3rd of July fireworks. Thank you so much, you guys, for inviting us. Uh, you know who you are. Thank you. Um, and, you know, we had ample time. For the first three or four days, it was just us and the kids. And then the latter part of the week, my folks showed up. Mm-hmm. But even so, it's a two-story house. There's plenty of space. But it didn't happen the way I had planned. And like the quote said, sex, the thing that takes up the least amount of time and causes the most amount of trouble. I started going through the week. And as we weren't having sex, because we had sex the first day, the Sunday. We got there on the Saturday. We we had sex on the Sunday. Mm-hmm. And as... Monday rolls by, nothing. Tuesday rolls by, nothing. Wednesday rolls by, nothing. I'm starting to get a little frustrated. Come Thursday, because mom and dad are now showed, have shown up. <laughs> and it's like, uh, now they're in the house and you got to think about that. Kids I wasn't, wasn't concerned about. Rooms were downstairs. Kids were sleeping upstairs on the couches. They love sleeping on couches. So yeah, they by, were by choice. We didn't yeah, They were upstairs. But my expectations of five to six were now dwindling to maybe one, hopefully two. Sorry, I'm laughing because. And Elisa was missing many of the hints. Yeah, obviously, because mm-hmm. I don't remember you even giving hints. Uh, in the shower after the one. I mean, we, we were we okay. were sitting in the we were sitting in the pool probably two to three four times a day. So almost every time we got out of the pool, it was just a a quick shower off. Right, and and I just as a side note, the whole reason we went to Arizona was because I needed someplace hot to actually be able to go in the pool. So just in terms of expectations for a vacation, I actually fulfilled the Elisa gets in the pool expectation. Right. I, I just I just want to say that that. Well, it wasn't a sex expectation. The Elisa get in a pool expectation was met. Right. And and here's something else. We did skinny dip, which was something we wanted to do. Yes. Without the kids. Um, and another thing too. Uh, see, our vacations are very mellow. We don't fill it up with a bunch of stuff. We, we just don't. We, we laze around the house. We take naps. We chill. Um, and at one of those times we were sitting outside, it was just Elisa and I. The kids were, were inside the house chilling. And I was, I was asking her, why are you laughing? Okay. I, I want to see which story you're going to tell. Cause I just thought of a different story, but let's see. Okay. Let's see which one you're going to tell. Uh, uh, my, my question was, what's one thing you would like to do oh, that okay. is, you know, that you're unable to do most of the time that allows you to just be free and just enjoy mm-hmm. your, your body and who you are and what you're doing. And it was, you know, just being in sort of this, what? Like what, a beach cover up, like just a, a, little, a, yeah, be- a little mini just dress, a, just, just a, a cover yeah, up. a cover up with no panties on and just hanging out. And to me, that was a turn on. Again, my expectations start going up then because I'm going, 
okay, I think we're going down the right path. Again, haven't had sex for a number of days here. So I'm going, sweet. Uh, yeah, that's the story. Well, but I actually was walking around with just the dress on and no underwear. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I, I got to tell you, those of you that live in Arizona, I love your state. I love the heat. I found it very liberating mm-hmm. in terms of just being comfortable because I just tend to run cold. And so for me to be on vacation someplace where I could actually enjoy being out, you know, minimal clothing, things like that. It was wonderful. But yeah, so Tony, I, obviously I was missing the clues. And that's... And, and, and again, it, 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 the blame lies on me. No, I, I won't say... I, I think it's not so much a blame game. I, I don't think that's where we're going here with this. I think it's more that we weren't communicating effectively. Right. Well, the lack of communication. Yes, exactly so. The lack of communication came on my part, though. Because... I was thinking a lot of this in my head and not necessarily asking as or I sharing or sharing what I should have been. And so, um, no, it's, it's not a blame. It's just a lack of communication when it came to sex. And it started though, all the way when we were at home right. packing up because right there at that point in time, we should have defined that better. Mm-hmm. And so for you, in your marriage, if you're going away on a vacation, if you're going away, maybe you're going to do an, even an overnighter without the kids for the first time, you know, and, and you're just so excited. But what are those expectations? Because I know for us, we have gone on overnighters where, heck, my expectation is let's have sex as soon as we get to the hotel, after dinner, and then in the morning again. Let's do it three times. We got that opportunity where Elisa's like, all right, let's see it when we get to the hotel and we're done. And part of this, and we've shared this with you before, are the high desire, low desire differences, which is another reason why communicating about this is so different. I am definitely the low desire spouse. I enjoy having sex with my husband. Mm-hmm. I absolutely enjoy the experience. But my, my desire for that does not run anywhere near his level. It's just, it's, a fact of our marriage. And in most of you, that plays out one way or another. Mm-hmm. Somebody's high desire. And that just means you may want it one more time a week than your spouse does. That's all. That's high desire and the other one's low desire. But when you have that, when you're, when, especially when you're going to be in a different environment or circumstances are going to be different, such as on vacation or kids are grandma and grandpa's or you're, you know, you're going overnight on a, you know, just a weekend away, you need to put the communication out there. You need to have the conversations of what are you thinking as far as our sex life? Because if you don't, I'm, you know, I'm perfectly content with the intimacy lifestyle twice a week. Mm-hmm. And, and actually I didn't realize it until now that we're having this conversation, but Tony was miffed about this because Friday morning I, you know, roll over and we're kind of fooling around. I'm like, let's just do a quickie. And he's like, and he, okay, you guys know what's the number one rule of the intimacy lifestyle. You do not reject when your partner's initiating. True. So Friday morning, I say, let's have a quickie. And Tony says, no, <laughs> I, I, at that point in time, I had so much built up to that point that I, I, I honestly, this was a hard one for me because it, it would have been just real easy. And 
I was just, it, it wasn't to get back at Elisa or anything of that nature, but I wanted that lovemaking session to be more than just five minutes quick. Mm-hmm. Kids were already up. Again, they were upstairs. Um, that living area was right above the master bedroom. And so we could just hear them walking around and this, that, and the other. So I'm just like, you know what? L- let's just wait until we have some time to just enjoy each other. Now, keep in mind, this was the last 24 hours of our vacation. And mm-hmm. so I'm thinking, okay, guy just shot me down. Uh, not Does not happen in my world very often mm-hmm. that I hear no from Tony, especially on the last day of my three days. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, we'll see how this all plays out. And I was, you know, I wasn't mad about it, but I, you know, it always shocks me when he does say no, because it happens so infrequently that I'm really never expecting it. And so we ended up, was it that afternoon? It was like mid morning afternoon, Mm -hmm. all of the stars aligned and we were able to just have some quiet time. Time. Yeah. Yeah. It it, it worked out better where we were able to just have this really fun and enjoyable prolonged lovemaking session while... I think Abby was off with the parents. Alex was watching TV, watching TV and just playing pool by himself. Yeah. And so, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, the mistake was, like Tony said, was that we didn't clarify before we ever left. Mm-hmm. And you've got, you've got to take those steps. And when we talk about it and he zigs, she zags. We talk about, you know, putting those conversations out there. I mean, this very easily could have been sort of like a mini state of our marriage conversation prior to vacation. Like, let's just hammer out, you know, are we going for three? Are we going for six? What's the... Let's let's really clarify that. Let's let's really just clarify this so that we're on the same level. Yeah, we knew and we do know that the the, uh, intimacy lifestyle is part of the week. Right. But it's a week away. We don't have any cares or any worries, really. Um, So let's just go for it. And Elisa brought up he zigs, she zags. And I just want to read this quick hug from a listener that we, uh, we just got recently. We have listened to he zigs, she zags together and have started trying to implement it into our scheduled communication 10 to 15 minutes each night. Way to go. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. You guys are phenomenal. And we are now sharing your podcast with our couples group at church. And um, we just want to thank you guys for doing that. And more importantly, that you are scheduling that communication time because that is paramount Mm -hmm. to growth in your marriage. And yes, hey, here's a stumbling block for Elise and I. It happens. We we talk constantly to each other, you know, and with each other and dive into deep issues together. We still have those stumbling blocks. And that's okay because when you have a solid foundation in communication – it doesn't hammer you. It doesn't blow up. As you can tell, the vacation wasn't completely lost. Oh, we had a great vacation. We had a wonderful, wonderful vacation together. Um, this was just one of those little things that was, you know, very noticeable. And what could we have done different? What could you do differently? Again, clarify. What do you guys want to do? And then it's also looking for opportunities when mm-hmm. you're on vacation. You know, if if you're in a position where you're not traveling with your children, you obviously have many, many more opportunities because you're not in that like, oh, who's awake? Who's going to knock on the door? That type of thing. But even then, you've got to take advantage of the opportunities where you aren't scheduled or you aren't you know, expected somewhere. Uh, 
to take advantage of being together and saying, Hey, you know, we have nowhere to go for the next half an hour. You, me, the bed, the couch, the beach, wherever. And if you do have children that you're traveling with, then you also need to take opportunities, you know, take advantage of the opportunities when they're, you know, sleeping in another room or they're watching cartoons or they're with grandma and grandpa. If you're, you know, traveling with relatives and that's what we do. We typically travel at least part of our vacation with Tony's parents. So, you know, now we've got three generations in the house. We're the one in the middle and we're trying to get away, you know. And that can be, as my son would say, awkward, you know, because you are, you're trying to be intimate and you have your folks in the house. You got the kids in the house. So making those times when maybe they're away, Mm -hmm. that's when you're stealing away. And for us, that was the opportunity. Mm -hmm. You know, that happened on Friday, presented itself, and we jumped on it. To have Alex in the house with us, no big deal. We do that anyways. Right. Most of you are doing, most of you guys are having sex in the house with your kids there anyways. With the with the folks in the house, a little different, especially if they're awake, if they're asleep. For me personally, is a, if they're sleeping, no big deal. When they're awake and I can hear them, and, and in this place, you could definitely hear the footsteps and this, that, and the other. Footsteps, dishes banging in the kitchen. Yeah, a little tougher. So... And so it's looking for those windows. You know, you've got to work on your communication before you go and you've got to take advantage of the opportunities that present themselves because you're not in your regular routine. You're not in your regular pattern of, you know, we go to work in the morning, we come home at night, we know that we're going to do this at, you know, in the evening or we've got, you know, a nooner or whatever it is. On vacation, whether you've got a scheduled vacation or kind of a fly by your seat, fly by the seat of your pants vacation, your schedules are off. Right. And so for some of you, it may mean that you're really getting that pencil and paper out and looking at the calendar saying, especially on those scheduled vacations and saying, okay, well, we've got museum in the morning and we've got, you know, dinner with the, you know, in-laws in the evening. What are we doing in the afternoon? Can we get a little pocket of window there? And if so, let's pencil it in. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with scheduling sex. I wouldn't be very clear on that. Some of you just, you know, are listening to this and you're going, oh, Lisa, that is so wrong. And I'm going to tell you, if you don't schedule it, case in point, last week, it didn't happen. It did twice, but that's our intimacy lifestyle. We knew that was going to happen. But the, the bonus days didn't happen because we weren't intentional about them. And all scheduling sex is, is getting intentional about your physical intimacy with your husband or wife. Mm-hmm. It's not taking the spontaneity out of your relationship. It's not, you know, it's not killing the mood. It's just saying we're going to take advantage of this one hour window. I don't know what's going to happen or how it's going to happen, but this is a window that we have. Or, you know, there have been years when we've traveled with Tony's parents where we have gone on a date day. We're like, hey, can you watch the kids for the day? Yeah, we don't care what you do with them. We're just, we're going out. You know, that's an opportunity to just take advantage of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and Tony said I was missing the clues and that's because I wasn't thinking in that mindset. You know, and that's where, you know, my side of the responsibility it comes in. I was just like, ooh, I'm shut down. Nice hot weather. You know, I've got my swimming pool. I'm living in my bathing suit, which I never do because it's too cold for me in San Diego. <laughs> and here we go. I'm thinking I've got my books. I've got, you know, my pool floaty. This is about
about as good as it gets. Mm-hmm. I was not thinking about sex. Right. And that was, you know, shame on me for not being more tuned into what his needs and expectations were. So there's responsibility. Guys, typically when there's a breakdown in communication, when there's a breakdown, you know, unmet expectations, there's typically a breakdown on both sides. Right. And, and neither of us or neither of you have clarified them. Mm-hmm. You know, there is, there's that breakdown and you're going, well, gosh, I thought we talked about it, but did we really hash this out? And that's where you may be going, you know what? Yeah, we went on vacation. We sort of talked about it, but we really didn't hash it out. And that's where next time you've learned, right? You've learned something and you go, okay, that was a good lesson. Not the greatest time. You know, we missed some stuff that could have been changed, but that's where that growth happens. So now next time when Elisa and I go on our, the next big one will be our anniversary. anniversary. Right. And we already have that one planned out. We know where we're staying. We know how many days and nights we're going to be away. It's just, we got to pick those. We got to pick the date. The date. But now we can go into that and go, look, it's just you and me. We're going to be gone for four days. What's our expectation? What's your expectation? Could we have sex, you know, three out of the four, four out of the four? What, what is it? Let's clarify that. So when we're out there, we know. And maybe if a bonus, ha- it may be one out of four. But, and if a bonus happens, then a bonus happens. But for me, that allows me to just enjoy what's happening mm-hmm. and not to think about the sexual part of it. Again, you know, the, the quote we have for today is sex, the thing that takes up the least amount of time and causes the most amount of trouble. Now, it may not cause trouble between you and your spouse, but it can cause internal trouble, mm-hmm. right? You could be fighting within yourself. Do I bring it up? Do I not? Should I bring it up now? Should I not? You know, is it best that I bring this up to her or to him in the morning or the evening? It's causing trouble within you. But now by airing that out, getting it out there, we and you will be able to go, I'm going to enjoy this moment or moments we're going to have sexually. And all the other moments too. Yes. Because let's face it, when you're preoccupied with whether or not you're going to have sex, that takes a lot of energy. And that's the whole reason we have the intimacy lifestyle is because prior to that, Tony spent a lot of time and energy wondering whether or not I was going to reject him, mm-hmm. whether or not if he made an advance, it was going to go anywhere. You know, that that's the kind of the whole premise behind where we got to the intimacy lifestyle because there was, there was no give and take there. It was all him. And so now that we've got the intimacy lifestyle in place, he doesn't have to wonder during the week. We hammered that part out. We didn't do it for our vacation. And we did it. And that's, and that's such a great point because on that Thursday, we're taking a shower. I'm going to go back to this shower thing. I mean, I am like skin to skin with Elisa here and, and, and she's not getting it. Like she's not getting it at all. And I'm going, what is not, what is missing here? Like I am close to her. We just got out of the pool, had a great conversation about, you know, just being free and being able to enjoy, you know, 
this this wonderful place and and for her especially the heat and all this and not having to wear you know bathing suit bottoms or da 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 and here we are in the shower and i'm thinking man this would be an awesome opportunity you know rub a dub dub our our show over there talking about sex in the shower it's she didn't catch it one bit and i will have to say because we are out of our normal situation which is here at the house, the intimacy lifestyle. There was a little bit, I felt that rejection. Did I internalize it and, 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 and let it fester? No, but I felt it there. And I was like, am I not conveying something afterwards? I, I was sitting there and just outside, just hanging out. I'm like, I think I'm, I'm not conveying myself here properly. And that's where, you know, that next day where I was able to start of open it up a little bit and say, Hey, you know what? Uh, I'm a little frustrated because the last time we had sex was Sunday and now it's Friday. And I was really thinking we were going to have sex a lot more. And I thought I was making a pass on you yesterday, but you completely missed it. And even that Friday, she's like, Oh yeah, I, I didn't catch that one bit. And that's, you know, I mean, it goes back to the fact that in every expectation, um, every situation, there's a his and hers. You know, mm-hmm. a he said, she said. There's a reason that stripped down is written in that format. Um, he said, she said, because there are always two sides to every story. The important thing is that you learn, you discuss, and learn from the situation, so that the next time around, you don't find yourself back in that same cycle. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can guarantee you, next year when we go on vacation, we will have hammered out this expectations, right? It, it's a given, you know, and as we close it, I just want to, um, Tony mentioned earlier that we listened or we listened, we met some of our listeners mm-hmm. and I just, I have to share with you guys. It is such a treat for us when we are out and about, if we're in your neck of the woods to get the opportunity to meet you, to get the opportunity to hear your stories, to hear how one has touched your life and, and to put a face. I mean, we actually met their whole family, um, because it was the fourth or the third of July fireworks there in Anthem, Arizona, and to connect with them, to learn about them, that's a treat for us. I mean, they kept they kept saying how excited they were that we were there, but you know, Tony and I talked about it driving home that night, and um, the real blessing was for us. You guys know we say it all the time that you're our extended family. And it's true. And so it was really nice to have Tony's parents there in Arizona. We left the kids with them and just to go off. And it was like going out and meeting friends, you know, and the funny part that always comes up when we meet you guys is that, you know, you know so much about us, but we have to start at the very beginning. You're like, you know, a lot about us, but we have to start at the very beginning of learning about you and your kids and, and all of that. And so to that couple there in Arizona, um, that invited us to hang out for the 3rd of July, you have touched our life. And we are thrilled to know how the One Extraordinary Family community and how this show has impacted yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like all of you, this couple has an amazing story, an amazing journey that they've been on. And, you know, we just, we send some California love back out there to Arizona and, and know that we would love to meet each and every one of you. Yep. You know, if we could... Well, as we start to grow one into some different aspects and things like that, that's part of our goal. 
is to get to meet you, get to connect face to face because it makes a difference to what we do to have a name and a face more than just on email, more than just on Facebook. We love all those connections. You know that you can reach us anytime, you know, through the Facebook page, through email. Uh, but that face-to-face connection is absolutely priceless. Yeah. So we're very appreciative of being invited for the fireworks. Yeah. And if you want to get in touch with us, uh, we'd love to have your voice message, 858-876-5663. Call in. And we'd love to hear your we did it. If you did a seven days of sex challenge and completed it, we'd love to hear how you have been impacted by the One Extraordinary Marriage show, Mm -hmm. what you're doing, and just call in, leave your voicemail. It's anonymous. We're not going to put your name. We're not going to put where you're from. And that is so we can allow you to be free to open up and allow what you need to be said, said. Um, one thing I want to do is thank all of you, each and every one of you who ordered a one strong t-shirt. We did fail the campaign. Uh, we reached our goal of 50. And so those have already been shipped or should be shipping soon. Mm -hmm. And so we are excited to see those pictures of you wearing them, send them our way info at one extraordinary marriage.com. That would be just amazing to be able to, to have those and share those with others and um you can also post them up on facebook mm -hmm. you can post them up right there on facebook as well um i'm gonna end the show with one last hug from a listener um uh, she says this as of today i've lost 20 pounds and i'm on a new road in life i can't exercise much due to some physical limitations but i'm trying all sorts of low impact exercise and floor exercises i can't wait for the for the next email from you guys One of the big things we love to talk about is health and fitness, and we are just so excited to hear about the transformation that happens. And this is a listener who has actually subscribed. She opted in on the One Extraordinary Marriage website and gets our newsletter. And that's what she was referring to. This newsletter um, came out talking about health and fitness. And so if you want to get on that newsletter, just click over to oneextraordinarymarriage.com. You're going to see where we just ask for your name and email at the very top and get signed up you're going to be getting regular tips and tidbits and um, information that you can use that very same day to make a difference in your marriage. Yep. All right, you guys, next time you go on vacation or a getaway, let's set up those expectations. So you have the vacation, the getaway when it comes to sex that you desire. We love you guys. We love each and every one of you. We hope that this week brings you much joy and happiness. And until next time, again, we love you. 